0: generous support for this introduction provided by art bridges this introduction has been made possible in part by the national endowment for the humanities neh cares any views findings conclusions or recommendations expressed in this audio do not necessarily represent those of the national endowment for the humanities hi i'm cheryl smith dryden theater manager and projectionist at the george eastman museum Welcome to the Silver Voices Project and the 1958 George Pratt interview with Mary Pickford. Born in 1892 in Toronto, Canada as Gladys Louise Smith, Mary was 66 years old when George Pratt sat down with her to record the memories of her life and work. It is wonderful to hear Mary Pickford's voice. The silent film star without a voice recounts memories in articulate and careful detail. This interview is a personal and professional conversation about her career. What you won't hear are any details of her marriage to Douglas Fairbanks. Any mention of Douglas is purely a professional reference. Mary's descriptive, professional memories come vividly alive, like everything just happened yesterday. Her recollections provide you, the listener, with a vivid picture of not only her career, but her strong work ethic. Miss Pickford discusses her strengths and insecurities, her losses and gains, along with her physical and emotional experiences, spoken openly, modestly, and honestly. Mary includes the fun and technical stories of working on a film set, including a story about crossing a plank with a baby over alligator-filled water. She developed strong relationships with the people she worked with, which she deeply valued. She gave respect to the people she worked for, and with even the people she disagreed with. She advocated for others in the profession to elevate the industry and change the film business to bring about fair pay. The film industry business models Mary Pickford implemented over a 100 years ago are still in practice today. Before Mary tells her story, let me give you a quick overview of her career. Mary Pickford began acting on the live theater stage in 1900. By 1901, Mary, with her single mother Charlotte at the helm, her brother Jack and sister Lottie started touring the USA on the theater stage. Eventually, Mary found herself on Broadway, where she made connections to D.W. Griffith and began her work on film with The Biograph Company in 1909. In 1909, Mary makes her first film, titled Her First Biscuits, under the direction of D.W. Griffith with Biograph and is making $10 a day. 1913, Mary leaves Biograph and signs a one-year contract with Adolf Zucker at Famous Players for $500 a week. Several films later and by 1914, Mary's fame has soared and her salary is now $1,000 a week, making her the world's highest paid actress. Mary formed a very close working relationship with Adolf Zucker. Zucker ran Famous Players Studio, which eventually became Paramount. Mary and Zucker renegotiated her salary once again, settling on $10,000 a week. This new deal gives Mary the power to choose her own projects, writers, and directors, and releases films under the name Artcraft. In the interview, Mary describes how she nearly escapes a nitrate film fire that engulfs one of Zucker's New York City studios. She watches as it burns, knowing that many of her films are destroyed. Mary talks quite a bit about Mr. Zucker and how important he was to her in her career. She admired his honesty and generosity. In 1916, Mary is the first movie star to form her own production company. The Mary Pickford Film Corporation will produce only Pickford films to be distributed by Artcraft Division at Famous Players. Mary's fame and success continue to grow along with her salary. Eventually, with a heavy heart, she leaves famous players and Mr. Zucker, unable to negotiate a new contract on her terms. You will hear in the interview, Mary discuss how hard it was to leave Mr. Zucker's studio and how much they respected each other. Mary signs with First National Exhibitor's Circuit for $675,000, plus half of the profits for three pictures. In 1919, Mary Pickford, Douglas Fairbanks, Charlie Chaplin, and D.W. Griffith officially joined forces to form United Artists Corporation. This is an important move for them to maintain complete financial and creative control of their work. Mary had a good understanding and vision of the motion picture film business. She insisted on her own terms to have complete creative control. Above all, what shocked her fans the most and made the New York Times front page headlines was Mary's decision to cut her famous trademark curly long hair to a short neck length bob in 1928. At the same time, sound on film was just beginning to emerge, and which Mary didn't really think much of, and even disliked the sound of her own voice. She said it sounded too childlike, and you will hear her talk about this in the interview. In any case, she stars in her first talkie feature in 1929, Coquette, which is a huge hit and grosses $1.4 million. In April 1930, Mary wins a Best Actress Academy Award for her role in Coquette, despite her short hair. At this point, Mary's career turns away from acting and primarily to producing films and continuing her efforts to elevate the idea of film as an art form. In 1927, she was one of three women along with 33 men, including her husband at the time, Douglas Fairbanks, to begin organizing what was to become the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Throughout her career, Mary's philanthropic vision laid the groundwork for changing lives that are impactful even today and for years to come. For example, as early as 1921, Mary founded the Motion Picture Relief Fund, a financial assistance fund for film industry employees in need. In 1932, Mary starts the Payroll Pledge Program, a plan in which movie studio employees donate one-half of 1% of their paychecks to the Motion Picture Relief Fund. In 1956, Mary establishes the Mary Pickford Charitable Trust, which will later be renamed the Mary Pickford Foundation. The foundation is dedicated to the preservation and education of film and created the Arts Consortium L.A. The consortium helps forge social change and provides existing community-based art organizations in Los Angeles an opportunity to expand the scope of their work. From the beginning, and perhaps because she did see films destroyed in a fire, she knew the importance of film preservation. Today, the Mary Pickford Foundation restores and preserves Mary Pickford films in partnership with archives around the world. Mary Pickford may have been small, standing only five feet tall with a little delicate voice, but her impact was giant. Mary Pickford truly was and is America's sweetheart. Thank you for supporting the George Eastman Museum and enjoy the legendary voice of Mary Pickford.